Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another edition of the Lessons Learned from President Donald Trump podcast. Your co-host Steve Cypress here, along with the one and only Mr. Everett Farnell. Great to be here, as always, every week to teach our uh, listeners some solid, fantastic, unbelievably amazing business information so that they can make a ridiculous, tremendous, huge amount of money. Yes, and no court can overturn our podcast. No, no, they cannot. They cannot get a restraining order on you listening, dear listener, to this podcast. And even if they do, we'll get it overturned. And if, if the attorneys refuse to try and overturn it, we'll fire their ass and get it. We'll enough. fire that attorney because what the hell is he working for us anyway? And speaking of which, I, matey, the topic of this week's lesson learned from Donald Trump is to be a pirate to have the pirate mentality in business. So you see Trump, who all along the campaign trail, he kept, you know, you know, he kept saying, oh, I have the secret plan. I don't want to let anybody know to beat ISIS. In other words, everyone knows that means you don't have anything. But it sounds good. And when you're not in office, you can say all that kind of crazy stuff. But he did say a couple of times, like, well, one of the things you got to do is cut off their oil supply because they're selling oil all over the place. That's how they're getting all this money to recruit and to expand and to do all this stuff, so cut off the oil. But he added a new one on the Super Bowl interview that he just did as we're recording this, and as you're listening, it's less than a week ago, and maybe you remember, or maybe you saw it, or you didn't, but he was asked in the interview, it was ISIS thing, and he said, uh, cut off the oil, and he said, not only that, but then you take their oil, because to the victor goes the spoils. And you can make a is, lot of money with it. Yeah, make a lot of money with it. I mean, that is, uh, you know, and then, of course, the Twitterverse and, and, and everyone just went crazy <laughs> on that one. I mean, it's okay to say, you know, cut off their money supply, and then you can defeat them. And then, of course, the regular Syrians or Iraqis or whatever can go back in and start pumping their oil, and they can sell it and make money. No, Trump had to add in, and then you somehow are going to send in American tanker trucks and American tankers offshore and somehow take all that oil back to America or something or sell it there. Build a pipeline. I mean, build a pipeline. I mean, come (laughs) on now. So now that's a new one. So that's that's a pirate mentality, but it comes from Donald Trump building his business in the viper pit of all business in the world, New York City, in real estate. I mean, yeah, New York City real Manhattan, estate. You know, it's a teeny tiny <laughs> island with very scarce amount of land, and to make it there, you really got to be something. And Trump developed this pirate attitude that you see him bringing into this strategy with ISIS. But it's an excellent strategy that works in business, and it works in all aspects of business. So, Everett, share with us one way that having a pirate attitude can help you in a business situation. Well, I mean, there's a million ways. First of all, understand that the most successful business people all have this attitude. So everybody sees Warren Buffett, and they think, oh, Grandpa, you know, Grandpa Warren. Warren Buffett is shrewd and ruthless, make no mistake about it. If you study Buffett, you'll figure out exactly, you'll quickly and exactly how ruthless that man is. And what happens is that uh, you, you can't, business is not meant for, for pals, right? If you have 
a customer and they're going to they're going to buy something then you've got to sell them everything that you can sell them because if they're going to spend them if they're not going to spend the money you're not going to sell them anything and if they are going to spend the money they're going to spend it whether you sell it to them or whether they give it to somebody else so you might as well get it. if you have vendors vendors have to do the job right i i can't tell you how many business owners i know who will accept an 80% job from a vendor or a 90% job or a 60% job from a vendor and still pay them. You know, all those people who were complaining that, oh, Donald Trump doesn't pay his bills to his tradesmen. I guarantee you, coming from a contracting background, I guarantee you the reason he didn't pay the bills is because the job wasn't done right. He went in there. The job wasn't done up to spec. They weren't able to do the job to spec, so he hired somebody else to do the job and told them to hit the brick. For example, I'll just give you an example with a vendor in my particular situation. When I was running a roofing company, I had a printer, and this printer had a shitty graphic artist. Just, I, I mean, the guy just could not set up something to go to print to save his life. And I'll bet you over the course of a year, because she refused to fire the guy, I'll bet you over the course of a the year they had to reprint seven or seven to ten thousand dollars worth of printing for me because I, I just I had it inspected. Every time I got, I got to the point where every single piece of printing I got from them was thoroughly inspected, everything was read, every page was looked at, and if there was anything out of place, that one goes back, that one goes back, that one goes back. And she didn't even question it. I mean, after, you know, after the first few weeks, she stopped even questioning it. I would just, she wouldn't even leave. She said, you want to look at them? Yeah, let's look at them. Okay, well, these five go back, and, you know, you know this ten value, these ten go back, or this group goes back. But I, I never would put, could I have done an 80% job? Could I have lived with an 80% job? Probably. But no, I'm not paying for an 80% job. She's not charging me an 80% of the bill, so I want the job done right. And too many business owners are willing to let their customers walk away without selling them everything they can sell them. They're willing to let their vendors do a, half, a half-assed job. They're willing to be sympathetic with their competition. Now, there is a place for cooperation, where, where you cooperate with people who you would normally think of as, as Well, sure, we've talked about that, and we, we've talked Absolutely. about this issue a little bit last week. We're talking about how understand what the main purpose of your business really is and who your business is for. It's not to make the printer happy, and it's not to make your competitors happy. And so that's the pirate attitude is, I don't know the technical definition of a pirate, but it's kind of a rogue, outlawed, un- under, no, under his own flag, with his own rules and his own laws. And, and yeah, that's pretty much no better definition of Trump in his entire campaign and now his entire presidency. He answers to no one. Exactly. The, the, to me, the idea of a pirate, in this context anyway, is simply somebody who does not see something from the other person's point of view. I am here to make sure that I do what's best for me, and me, of course, being my business, my family, my, you know, you understand. So, so, but that we're we're not negotiating. We're not having a situation where maybe I'll take a little bit less from a vendor. No, I want to deliver as the best I can possibly deliver, which means my vendor has to deliver the best that they can deliver. I want to deliver that. I want to have the most profitable business I can, which means I've got to sell the customer everything that they're that I can possibly sell them. I, so, you know, except for I won't be the dead horse. Well, and then you mentioned this, you know, as far as your quote competition. We talked about that a few months ago, where. You want to work with your competition. However, again, you want to have the pirate mentality. So let's say you have your marketing working, which 
certainly if you ever contact us and get our help, you ought to, but even if you don't, you ought to. So you get your marketing going, and you get all the calls, and then you can't handle all the work, so you want to farm out the leads. Well, don't just farm it out to somebody because, oh, he, he asks you and he begs for it. And, you know, make sure he's got a, a good business. Make sure he's going to pay you for that lead. Make sure he's going to reciprocate whatever it is. You, you don't just do it to be nice to him. you got to have right. the pirate mentality, the winner mentality. Right. Now, in personal relationships, maybe different. If you're running a charity, maybe different. If you have a church, maybe different. But if you own a business and run a business, then the, uh, you've always got to be out. You've always got to be watching out for what is in it for me in this situation. Now, I will add that enlightened self-interest or long-term self-interest is critical. So I think, Steve, that you would agree with me that we don't want to sell a substandard product for an overpriced but substandard product in an attempt to try and just get as much money as we can today. Well, I would call away. that being a have. pirate. That would be called being a shyster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're talking about your not only your short-term best interest, but also your long-term best interest. But make sure that when you start talking about your long-term best interest, you're not using that as an excuse not to maximize the short-term. Right. Well, and you also mentioned, you know, it's different in, in a church or in a personal relationship. And this is why people that don't listen to this podcast and, and refuse to understand Trump at all don't understand this whole thing when people say, gee, you know, I met him and he's actually a nice guy. Like, I don't get it. Like, his whole, you know, uh, Public persona is this bold, brash, rough, tough, you know, anti-everybody, I'm running over everybody kind of guy. What do you, how could he be a nice guy and they don't get it? Hey, look, I'm, I'm mentoring a young lady in uh, copywriting right now. And her father was in the Navy years ago and was uh, uh, was stationed at, or not stationed, I'm sorry, he was on a boat and they were docked in Hawaii somewhere. And Trump came up and was uh, in, on his small yacht, was docked in the same, uh, you know, the same harbor or whatever. I, I don't know the proper term. I'm not a sailor, so forgive me if I forgive me, sailors who are listening, if I've used the per, is, inappropriate term. But um, he made arrangements to have a bunch of guys, you know, some from each of the ships that were docked there, come over and have a big luxurious dinner on his yacht. And uh, uh, the guy whose daughter I'm mentoring was one of the people who got to go over there. And uh, he said, this is long before he's ever running for president. I'm talking about, you know, we're talking about late 80s. So long before he's ever running for president. And uh, he just did it. And and he just said to everybody there, all the servicemen there, all the sailors there, he said, I just want you guys to know that I really appreciate what you're doing and, and, you know, the the sacrifices you guys make. And so I just wanted, you know, so he he treated them to a, you know, he treated some of them. And he said, I'd have had everybody over. I just don't have the room on this on this boat. I'd have had to have my other boat to have more people. So, but I had he had everybody he could have there. My point being not to blow smoke up uh, Trump's barrière, but just to point out that in a personal relationship you could be nice, but in business you got to be tough as nails. Yeah, there's plenty of stories like that. I mean, and but like I said, everyone has heard those stories, but they just don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compute. They don't get it. They don't understand. Again, they're not listening right. to this podcast. They're not understanding and seeing Trump for it's too different. Different things is his business persona and his personal persona. Oh, because the same thing when they see his kids and they go, I don't understand. How can such a jerk have such great kids who are all <laughs> right. so respectful and and so you know so good for society and so caring and so loving and. How can that be? You're not looking past. Well, it's the same with you. You can have loving relationships with your family and 
volunteer for, to run a Little League team and do all kinds of great things and give to charities and everything. But when it comes to business, it's time to put on the pirate hat and grab the parrot and put it on your shoulder and grab the sword and say, hey, we're going into battle. We're going to go take what is ours. You know, I, I forget, was it Zig Ziglar or one of the, the old uh, sales masters who once said, I think it was Zig, he said, you know, I went into every house and he was selling pots and pans or whatever and once in a while he'd go into a poor house and he was like, I, you know, other salesmen or he would start to think like, oh, I feel bad. They, they're really poor. They really can't afford this stuff. I shouldn't sell it to them. And he said, you know, the heck with that. My job is to sell. And if they want it and they can pay for it, then they'll figure out what else to not buy instead. And I've got to sell it to them. He went into every house saying, they've got my money in their pocket and I need to go exchange enough value for them to give it to me. And so that's, right. that's a little different than a pirate who doesn't exchange any value. So, But in business, you give enough value to get value back, but you have the pirate attitude that I'm getting up every day and going to see what I can take. And Trump wakes up every day, if he ever sleeps, and looks for where's an opportunity to take something. So I got Absolutely. 17 people competing with me on a stage in the primaries, and any opportunity at all, I'm going to knock them off one by one by one by one. Then he goes to the general, and now he's making mincemeat out of Washington, D.C. He's taking any opportunity to make trouble for every single person and do it all at once and cause lots of havoc. And a great description is that he's being a pirate, and that's what you right. need to be in business if you're going to be mega successful. Now, if you only want to be you know, sort of successful, be kind of self-employed instead of be an entrepreneur. You really will just want a job. You know, I just want to go out and, and, and clean sinks, uh, unplug sinks and, you know, uh, clean sludge off the floors or install boilers or do some roofing and I want the phone to ring and do enough jobs and feed my family honest days pay for an honest day. If that's what you want to do, then you shouldn't even be listening to this podcast in the first place. If you want to be wildly successful in business, the pirate attitude in business no matter what you're doing in your personal life, it's just what you got to do. And talking about wildly successful, Steve, if people really want to turbocharge it, they need to give us a call this week for this week's private tip because, let me tell you, it's a Lulu. It's a doozy. It'll knock their socks off. It certainly will, and to do that, just go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. There's the contact information for Everett and for me. Call either one of us, and we'll share that advanced tip, and we'll help you out to implement this and to get the pirate attitude so you can be mega successful in your business and you can say, arg matey, or whatever a pirate says. Boy, that was probably the worst pirate impression of all time. It'll be fine. I, but I, I think they get the more. point. <laughs> I think they do. And pay attention. As you watch Trump, now maybe you're watching him with a little different view and you can separate the two and you can see that he can be a nice guy with his family. But when it comes to business... He's going to be a pirate, and we wish that attitude on all of you, and we'll see you back here again next week for another episode of The Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do, I guess. 